Welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is February 13th, 2022. It is Super Bowl Sunday um, for this year. This is episode number 153. And I am all alone today as Lindsay continues her sabbatical on writing for a year while she gets some other stuff done. So I'm going to come in here and talk about me. I just looked outside and there's a giant snowstorm happening. I did not expect that today. I'm a little disappointed about it. But that's okay because it's going to be in the 50s later this week. So hopefully all this snow can melt. My dog is driving me crazy because there's people walking around outside. And uh, the neighbors are actually moving in next door. And he feels like... How dare they have the nerve to be on their driveway and in their yard and be unloading stuff. So he wants to go outside, but I'm not letting him at the moment. So if you hear him crying during this podcast, that's what's happening. I don't remember if I said my name or not. I'm going to say my name again, just in case. Jerry Evanoff. I'm going to go ahead and start off with my stats like I normally do. Um, in terms of my sci-fi series, as I've been saying for the last few weeks now, maybe in a month now, um, I've pushed it to the side. It's about 65% of the way to done, book three in that series. And uh, I have note cards written out, and I need to get them hung on my bulletin board so I can start figuring out where I'm at with my plot and what I'm missing, just to get that finished up. Book four, I started it accidentally, didn't realize I was starting it. Uh, chapters one and two are done for book four, which is probably going to be the final book in that series. But it's the murder mystery book that I've been working on the most for the last couple months. Um, it's actually up uh, probably the largest amount that I've been up in a week in a long time. It's up 4,423 words to, to bring the total to 17,957 uh, words. That is through the first five chapters. And as I've said before, uh, I am calling it my first draft, but uh, I'm, I'm writing the, the actual first draft and I'm going back through and I'm editing it and I'm going back and I'm editing previous chapters as needed to go along with what I'm working on now in the current chapter so that when I am finally finished up with it, uh, it probably will only need one more read through. And let me just veer off for one second to say, holy cow, that is the thickest snow I've seen in a long time. I did not know we were supposed to get any kind of snow like this today, but it is, it is thick right now. Holy cow. It looks like a pillow fight. It's, you know, like where the feathers, Never mind. Um, just forget that. Anyway, uh, back to the, the stats. Um, I'm actually up a chapter now in my plotting also. Uh, I've plotted another chapter last night, so I'm up to 12, which is good. And I'm going to get back to the, the plotting process here in a little while because I have some, some news on that. Um, in terms of MailerLite, I haven't done anything lately, so I'm still sitting at 857 people on my list. Haven't done anything with that either. Haven't sent anything out, and uh, which is why I'm just stuck at 857. In terms of last week's goal, last week's goal was to finish up Chapter 5 and then possibly start Chapter 6. But I got to say... Chapter five is really, really long. I'm not even counting this as a failure that I'm still working on it because it's really long. Um, so far, I've got the first draft finished. It's, it's at 5,300 words. And I've edited, the, it's, it's three scenes in one chapter. 
I've edited the first scene and I'm pretty good with that, but the second and third scene still need edited. So that's what I'm gonna start working on tomorrow and uh, we'll see how that goes. But it's gonna end up being over 6,000 words and it's one of those chapters that I've said before, I'm, I'm using this one um, Udemy video that I bought a couple years ago on how to write a mystery, a murder mystery, and he has 31 chapters and it's all kind of worked out. Do this in this chapter, do this in this chapter and so on. Um, I'll try to link to it uh, if you want to see what I'm doing, I'll try to link to it um, in the show notes. I gotta find my um, find my post-it notes so I can mark down what I have to link to. So I'm gonna write how to write a murder mystery chapter by chapter. I'll put a link out there in the show notes. You can check it out if you want. It's gonna be thir- it's so he has it set up as 31 chapters. But this is one of those chapters that could be split up into two and maybe even three uh, once I'm finished with this whole first draft. So uh, I'm very, very happy, especially with the way it's going. It's going, it gets better and better as I move along with it. It sounds more and more like a murder mystery the more I go. But I will have some news about that later on in terms of the plot itself. Uh, Let's see, the number of Perry Masons on my DVR. And I'll tell you what, we are getting to the point where that even won't that won't even be a podcast thing anymore. I, you know, I, I doubt I'll tell you about the the murder she wrote if I do that because the Perry Mason thing was just kind of a fun thing that I started talking about with my friends and they had no idea what I was talking about. I work with a guy who's in his early 30s. He has no idea who even Perry Mason is. So it became a fun thing to talk about and then record. Uh, I'm down now to just nine left uh, on my DVR. I'm down seven from last week. Um, part of the problem, I, mean, I say nine, even though I have four that I haven't recorded yet. So I will record those in a month or two when they're back on right now. I think on the actual channel itself where the, the show is on, it's on like season four right now. And the four that I haven't recorded are uh, season nine episodes. So if I look right here and I hit info, uh, oh, it's yeah, it's on season four, episode 20. So I have, you know, four seasons, five seasons to get through before I can even record those. So right now I'm at nine. Uh, those nine will be gone, uh, you know, in the next week or two, and then I will be down to just those four I have to re-record. So it's, it's kind of a, it's an end of an era thing, you know? I feel like my, my kid turned 18 and is graduating. I, I mean, I don't have any kids, so I assume that's what it feels like, uh, ending Perry Mason's. I don't know. Anyway, so those are my stats. Let me get into last week's recap, but I will say that I don't have much news. In fact, I have no news today. I'm going to skip the news segment completely because... When I talk about what I did last week and what I'm going to do new th- do this week, it's going to incorporate uh, the news segment anyway. Um, I don't have anything f- exciting to talk about in terms of news. It's more about what I'm doing last week for, and, and this week in it. So I'm going to skip over that. All right. In, 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 let's see. Monday. So Monday, I, I was going to probably go somewhere, maybe Hothead or somewhere to do some writing. But I had mentioned last week about that dice game that I got when I was a little kid. Um, it's a, it was a football game is the one I played where you had a card for every player and there was each player had a bunch of dice rolls on it. And then you would roll the dice and you, then you refer to this, the, the card and the card would refer you to this giant board for whatever play you wanted to do run versus pass versus whatever. And it was very, very in depth. I had a remember I had a card table set up when I was a kid out to the side of the couch in our living room that for, for a couple of years basically had football game on it set up and ready. Cause I couldn't play, you know, you couldn't play a game in one sitting. It would take four to five hours to play one game. So I'd play for an hour or two and then and walk away from it and come back. But the game had to stay. It was like 
that episode of Seinfeld where they want to leave risk set up in Jerry's apartment. That's kind of what I was doing in my parents' house when I was like 10 years old. Um, so that game, uh, that, that company still exists. It's APBA. And I'll link to in the show notes to that, their website. If you want to take a look at it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's for people that are like my age that, that, you know, pre video games, um, or pre good video games. I had a good way to play like a realistic football game. Well, they actually have a golf game that, that they, you know, they're still around. They put out new seasons of cards every year. So I bought the golf game a couple weeks ago. I bought the 2021 players and it gave me like the top, I don't know, top 50 or 60 women and top 50 or 60 men, something like that. And I created this big giant bracket and now I'm going through and I'm playing my own, you know, March madness, top 128 style, uh, bracket, which they also have in it, um, cards for amateurs. So I'm a handicap. I don't know. Let's, I think I, I, I think at Pebble beach, which is where I'm playing the first round, I'm a handicap 27, which is really high, but it's a really hard course. So I stuck myself in the bracket and then I stuck a buddy of mine in there and he's like a handicap 14 there because I needed two more players to make it a nice round number of 128, which goes down to 64, down to 32, 16, eight, four, and then you have a final two and so on. Am I going to finish that? Probably not, because it takes hours to play one game. But it's still fun. It's still fun to do. Well, I ended up getting that in the mail on Sunday. And on Monday after work, I opened it up and started playing a game. And I've been throughout the week just here and there playing a couple of holes. And I'm really enjoying it. But that is not why I, I, that is why I went to write, that I did not go to write last Monday. Because I spent most of the evening getting that all set up and learning how to play and watching some YouTube videos and all that good stuff. So uh, I did not go write on Monday. Tuesday, I did go back to Hothead in the evening. Um... So uh, when was that? Last, uh, I think it was Saturday and Sunday, I created basically the first draft of chapter five. It had about 2,000, 3,000 words in it, but it was just about all dialogue. Um, and, uh, and I needed to go in now and start adding like the description and the emotion between that dialogue to make it a good, solid chapter. So on Tuesday night, I only added about 291 words, which was kind of surprising. I thought it was going to be more than that, but it was only 291 and it was, it was for the first scene of that chapter. Um, I also made changes back in chapter two and chapter four to keep the story complete. And that goes back to what, uh, what's his name? Um, Oh, I always forget his name until I see it. I'll have to link to it. He talked at 20 books Vegas, I think 2019 or 2018 about how he does what he calls the looping. He writes one, one draft. That's it. He literally just writes one draft and he's written so much that, um, one draft is all he needs. So, um, so that's kind of where I'm getting to. I'm kind of doing this looping thing and, um, where I, I, I'm working on chapter five. I realize I need to add something to chapter two and chapter four. So I, I kind of loop back and, um, and I write it. And as I sit here right now, I'm trying to Google to find his name because it's one of those three named ones. And, oh, it's driving me crazy. It's not Kevin J. Anderson. I get him and the other guy mixed up. Um, I will figure it out before the end of this podcast. And I will let you know because he, he's popular, I guess. Um, okay. So, uh, like I said, I added 291 words, most of them to chapter five, but some to two and four just to keep going. Dean Wesley Smith, that's his name. And you know how I know it? Cause I actually put it in the outline. I didn't read ahead in the outline. Dean Wesley Smith. So he, he talked about that, the writing in the dark and the looping that he does. And I'm kind of, I'm really, really getting to that point. I remember when I watched that speech, I was sitting there watching it. Like, this is really impressive. It's something that I'll never be able to do, but I'm actually, as long as I have a plot, the difference between me and him right now is 
Well, there's a lot of differences between me and him, but the, in terms of what I'm talking about, is that he does not plot at all. His stuff is basically he he's a he, he just writes. He sits down and writes. If I plot it out and then do that, understanding where the story's going, then um, I'm I'm pretty good at, at writing kind of in the dark, which is, I put air quotes around the dark, and then looping back and adding what needs to be looping. So looped. So. It's um yeah it's good I'm I'm really happy with it and uh, like I said earlier I'm I'm probably gonna only need one draft and that one draft is just gonna be re probably reading through it outline out loud making sure it makes sense I am gonna story grid it so that'll help with the one draft also um yeah it's good Wednesday let's see okay so it's time now to talk about the sprints um I finally did one Wednesday morning I got up at 6 a.m. um and I did two 15 minute sprints I did them on YouTube. Uh, I'll link to my YouTube channel in the in the uh, show notes so that you can go to it. Um, it went really well. I did 582 words during the first 15 minute sprint. I did 535 the second time, um, so that's about 1,100 words. What is that? 1127 or 1117? Um, chapter five then moved up to 2,279 words, um, and yeah, it's definitely going to be a long one. On Thursday, I had a headache about 5 a.m. when I woke up. Uh, came downstairs, took some aspirin, went back upstairs and just did not want to get up at six. So I reset my alarm for seven and I, I got up at seven and just worked. I did not do the sprint that night, but I did not want to waste a day. Um, so later on that evening, I went to hothead again and, um, had my laptop with me. Actually, I had a couple errands I had to run, and then while I was out, I then went to Hothead. I, I skipped over my uh, writer's club this month. I didn't really want to, but I did have something I had to take care of on Thursday after work, and uh, I wasn't going to get back in time to, to really uh, add anything to it. So I instead ran my errand, and then I was close to Hothead, so I uh, went in there. I was only there for about an hour. I didn't have much time, but I did add 599 words as I continued working out the emotion, the description, what I had to do. And then now that chapter's up to 2,878. So after the draft, it was at like 1100, then it was 2279 after Wednesday's sprints, and then it was 2878 after Thursday, and here comes Friday. I worked like normal in the day, and then I ended up not writing. Uh, I did not expect that, but what happened was on Tuesday, a buddy of mine got a text, and the text said, hey, let's have a poker game. We haven't had one since pre-COVID, and we used to do this like once a week, once a month, just, I mean, since 2004, I believe it was, we've been playing poker, the same core group of, of people have been playing poker. Then we add a couple random people here and there to give us seven, eight, nine, ten, And uh, we hadn't done it since before COVID, probably since 2018, we had not played a game. So we ended up doing that. And it was, uh, it started at 7 PM and we started playing and it didn't end. I didn't get home until 3 AM, which is completely unlike me. I usually don't stay out past like new uh, midnight, because when I stay out that late, that means I sleep in or I wake up early and I am just, I'm like this big ball of tired the next day. And it basically just, you know, moves my weekend. I, I lose a couple hours of my weekend when this happens. I don't like to stay out late because I have a lot of stuff that I do on the weekend. And if I'm going to, okay, I'm going to sleep till 930 now. Now I'm not going to get breakfast at Chick-fil-A and I'm going to have to go get lunch, which means the things I want to do during the day have been shifted around. And it was terrible. Now, luckily for me, uh, I went to bed about three o'clock in the morning and I woke up and I, I looked, I woke up, I opened my eyes, I looked outside and went, yeah, it's daylight, just like I thought it would be. But luckily when I rolled over, it was only uh, 7.45. So I had slept about four and a half hours and I was like, screw it. I'm getting up. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I'm doing what I, you know, I had a fun day planned, you know, so I wanted to, to do it regardless of how I felt. So I jumped in the shower and felt pretty good. 
and um, left for Chick-fil-A and and sat for, I had my breakfast and I had probably one of the more productive days I've ever had. I added 1,433 words to chapter five, but I also made some changes to chapters one and two, um, you know, that whole looping back thing. And I ended up with 1,552 words for the entire morning, which is, it's probably one of my biggest mornings that I've had in a long time. I'm so glad. You guys have no idea how happy I am that Chick-fil-A is back in my rotation. They're open again. I can go in. And there's not even a lot of people there in the morning, which it used to get packed. It used to get really crowded. I, I usually leave around 11, 11.30, but I stayed until 12.15, and I'll get into why in a second. And right around noon, it did start to get really busy, where there were people in, on tables all around me. But I didn't even care. Like I'm past caring about being around people now. Um, especially after the card game Friday night where there were 10 of us really close together or eight of us really close together. Who, I didn't care anymore. Um, and like I said, made some changes to one and two as I do the looping back and ended up with a total. Uh, now, now that chapter, which was 2878 before the day started is now 4,311. That chapter is just climbing up. Now the next thing I did, the reason I left at 12, 20 is because at 1245, I had an appointment at the, so a couple of weeks ago, I took a golf lesson from a guy at this really, really nice simulator. And, you know, I have a golf simulator later in my backyard, but it only has three sides on it. And the weather has been so horrible the last couple of weeks in terms of the cold and the amount of snow we have. I still have four to five feet of snow uh, piled up in parts of my front yard. I mean, it's just, it's awful. And um, I really haven't, really haven't wanted to go out into my golf simulator when it's 20 degrees outside and there's snow all over. Now there's no snow in my simulator. I put a tarp up on the fourth wall to keep the snow and the rain out during the winter, but it's still freezing cold and I have to walk across my deck, which is covered in snow. And it's just, it's depressing really. This is why I hate February. But, um, so I ended up making an appointment at the same place where I had my lesson. Uh, you could rent the golf simulator to just go in and play if you want to. So I rented it for two hours, got there at 12. My, my, my time was 1245 to 2:45. I got there about 1240 and there was somebody else hitting and, and I ended up being about 10 minutes late to start, which is fine. Uh, I hit their, their fake driving range for about a half an hour. And then I loaded up a course, I believe it was El Dorado in New Mexico. And I was horrible for the first nine holes. And then I played the second nine and I was back to being pretty good. Um, and then the guy who runs it is just one of the pros there. He was in the other room. So I, I just went over to the computer and I picked another course and I played 18 holes in that course. I played 36 fake holes. There's no putting. You just hit the ball. And, um, I had a great time. I played really well. The, the longer I played, the better I played. Um, and I, I really had a good time. I didn't, he let me stay late because he just did. I didn't, my, my time was supposed to expire at two forty-five. I didn't quit until 10 after three. And that's because I quit when I wanted to. Um, I got my, I, I finished the 18 holes and thought, well, I'm not going to start again. My time was up 25 minutes ago and I walked out there and he had two people out there waiting for me to be done. And I'm guessing they were supposed to start at three o'clock, but he never came back and got me. So yeah, I wasn't going to complain about it. That was a good time. Uh, I came home and, uh, I don't even remember what I, remember what I did when I got home. I just came home, probably cleaned up my house. Oh, I, I did go to the, I, I did go to the grocery store, um, in, in near the golf center because there's a couple things I was looking for that they don't have in my little town grocery store and um, got that stuff and then came home. I think I cleaned my house. I played the golf game a little bit, the board game a little bit, uh, watched some golf on my TV. And then last night I put the Cavaliers game on. They did not play well. They lost. And I did some plotting at the same time. So that's how I got chapter 12 plotted. 
Sunday, today, I got up and went to Panera, got my blueberry muffin, which makes me very happy. Um, I continued the the working on the, the emotion and the description for chapter five. And again, it's a long one. Added another 856 words to it. And now it is up to 5,176. And all I have done so far in there is this scene one. I think scene one is pretty much done. I may look at the last two sentences of it because I wrote those pretty quick today. But I may look at the last two sentences, see if I need to add anything to it. But for the most part, it's done. That means I still have two scenes that need work done. So this thing's going to go over 6,000 words easily. It could very well get to 6,500. I don't think I'll get to seven, but maybe. Um, and that means when it comes to comes time to you know finalize the book after I'm finished with this with this whole um, this first draft that I'm working on that I call first draft, uh, I may split this into two and maybe three chapters. Make sure that there's a nice to be continued type of thing between the two, a cliffhanger between the two, to make people keep wanting to read. But uh, yeah, this is going to be one that gets split split up definitely. Say so on the way home today, I was I'm, a, I'm about three episodes behind on the Six Figure Podcast, and on the way home, I listened to one they put out a couple weeks ago. It was one of the short ones because two of the three people uh, weren't feeling very well, and so they just did a short. Uh, podcast like 38, 39 minutes long where they just ask a couple questions and that was it. One of the questions uh, was really, really interesting. It was, um, what do I do if I'm only publishing one book a year, but I want to make good money. I want to make a good living doing it. What, what do you have tips? So Joe, I think Joe was the second person to speak and he gave some really, really good information. I started thinking, you know, I don't want to be that person that only does one book a year. I want to put out three or four. I'm just not there yet. I don't have the ability or the time to do it. If I were to put more work into this, it would start to feel like a job and I would really start to hate it. Um, I have to be able to play my little board game and watch Perry Mason and play with my dog and, you know, that kind of stuff because I don't want to be like, well, I worked my real job and then I worked the book job and I worked my real job and I worked the, I don't want that to happen. That can't happen. And if that means going forward, I'm only putting one book a year out, then that has to be what it is. But maybe I get better at this to where, you know, this chapter five, that's 6,000 words. Maybe I can do it in three days instead of the, the 12 or so it's going to take me. You never know. Uh, so I started to listen to his tips about what to do if you're only publishing one book a year. And um, he gave some really good tips. One of them had to do with doing a very a, a really long pre-order. That way it seems like you put your pre-order out there six months ahead of time. And then six months later, you put your book out there. And it almost feels like you're publishing two books, which you're, you're not. But it kind of feels like that. He also said to plan out the arc as early as possible. Maybe plan out the first three books. And I, I did not do that. I probably won't do that. Um, I have an idea of where the next book will take place. Like what the event is that my character is at. That the, but I have not plotted it at all, and I probably won't. Um, get the cover, you know, way ahead of time. I already did that. Um, once you have th maybe three, two, three books out there, do like a reader magnet and a series starter. That's something I will do. I like that idea a lot. He also talked about having a, a moderately active community. Those were the words he used, moderately active. This is something that I don't want to do, and I know it makes, a, it makes complete sense. You know, create a Facebook group. Get people talking in that Facebook group, not necessarily about your book, but about anything in general, a murder mystery. I don't know, whatever, just something to keep those people engaged every now and then pop it and be part of the conversation with them, you know, just, and then when you put a book out there, you just, oh, by the way, I put a book out and probably a lot of them would buy it. Um, that's something that I don't necessarily want to do. Um, I understand that it makes sense. It's probably something, it's probably one of the smartest things I could do. I just don't think I want to deal with a you know, keeping track of a Facebook group. I hate Facebook anyway. So I don't know if I want to 
keep track of a Facebook group, uh, maybe a Patreon page. But in order to get people to actually be on Patreon, I have to bring them into Patreon. You know, it's not like there's people just trolling Patreon looking for uh, uh, other groups to be a part of. You have to let them know. Maybe I could do that through my mailing list. I don't know. Uh, and even if you make it free, like, hey, come to Patreon, we'll have conversations and it's free. There's no there's no um, there's no uh, uh, prices to, to be part of that. You can just come and chat. I, I don't know. And then maybe I do a couple of bucks a month. And when I release a book, you know, you get it for free. I don't know. I, I don't know if I like that idea, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what else do you talk about? Uh, have Oh, have is OK. This is something I should do. We talked about having every possible income stream you can. So, for example, do paperbacks. If you're in KU, at least do your paper books through like Drafted Digital or do them through the other stores or whatever. I haven't done that. I looked into that a few months ago and it turned out to be really expensive. Like the book on Amazon is like $13.99, $12.99, something like that, the paperback. On those places, it was like $16.99 was the minimum I could get out of it. And I didn't really want to do that. Uh, maybe I'll check it again, see if they made changes to their, how much it would cost. I don't know. But uh, it is a good idea to, to do the paperbacks, even if you're in Kindle Unlimited. Uh, do an audiobook if I can afford it. I probably could do an audiobook. I probably wouldn't, you know, make much in sales, but I probably could afford to do one if I wanted to. I'm sure I wouldn't make that money back, you know, very fast, but I'm sure I could. He also talked about having a tip jar like Patreon or, you know, I, I have the buy me a coffee link that I could use. He said that he probably wouldn't push it every week, but just mention it every now and then. Um, those are a lot of the good tips. I really, really enjoy this. I'm going to, I'm going to link to this episode. You should go back and listen to it. It was really good. Uh, but then things got interesting when Lindsay started to talk, she gave a couple tips also, like if you're only publishing once a year, pay once a year, pay attention to when you do it. Um, you don't want to have a ton of co a competition from traditional publishers around Christmas or like if it's an election year, don't, don't do it in November because people aren't paying attention as much attention. Um, she said, don't spend money on ads until you have a few books out there because you're going to have to spend a, a decent amount. Maybe if you spend 50%, 50 cents per click or 25 cents per clicks and it takes a lot of clicks before somebody buys it, it'd be nice to be able to make money off of three books instead of one, which makes sense. She talked about doing blog posts, which is similar to what Joe said when in terms of being being uh, participating and, and getting in a community together. Then you could email your newsletter. Hey, I just put a blog post out there. She said, do not disappear between releases, which I'm pretty sure is what I did, which is bad. I really need to get back into that whole once a month um, newsletter thing. Uh, but then she got into this one here and this was really, this is what caught my ear the most on this example. She talked about doing something with the main character's background that can be like an overarching story. And it made me think of her example was, you know, somebody killed the main character's father. And that's something you do over, you know, two, three, four books, whatever. It made me think of, um, hey, maybe I can write in there that my character's sister gets killed. And that's the whole reason he got into uh, true crime stuff. And that's why he wants to solve this murder mystery. And... Um, then I realized that was like Fox Mulder. I mean, his sister was kidnapped by aliens and then he spent seven seasons trying to find her and the last two seasons were stupid. Um, I don't want to do that. But what I was thinking was maybe I can have my main character's parents have died in an accident that a lot of people speculated wasn't an accident, but my char main character thought it was. But like, I could even say it was like on an Unsolved Mysteries type TV show on the Murder Network, the ID Network on cable. And that's why my character is so into true crime, except he won't watch that one show because... There was one show that actually did an hour long episode on his parents. And um, 
And, and I think maybe halfway through the book, maybe he can get a random email from someone saying, oh, by the way, it wasn't an accident and I have proof. And maybe it's a puzzle. Maybe he's being taunted by the killer or maybe he's getting it from some, somebody that wants to help him. I don't know. I really, really like this idea and I will be adding this to my plot. I will be adding this overarching story. Think Fox Mulder and his sister, but mine's going to be more about his parents and an accidental death that maybe wasn't an accident. And it's going to shape my character to make him. It's like Batman. Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne became Batman because his parents were killed. I don't know. I've never actually seen any of the Batman movies, but I think that's how it works. Um, so I'm really going to look into that tonight. I'm going to, you know, after, after I'm done with this podcast, I have some things planned that I'll get into while I'm watching the Super Bowl. And that is one of the things. So, um, all right, let's talk about my, my 2022 goals. I don't really have anything to add this week, um, except for let's talk about the writing routine again. Uh, the writing routine is just about there. The one thing I have to worry about now is Mondays. What do I do on Mondays? I wanted to go to that coffee shop, but they're closed. So I have to figure out where I, I can't write at home. I'm terrible at it. So what am I going to do on Mondays? I don't know. I have no idea yet. I'll work on that tomorrow throughout the day. I'll kind of think about where do I want to go and maybe I'll go back to hothead again. I don't really want to go to hothead three out of five nights a week. Um, I would like to mix it in and go somewhere else. I could go to Panera. I don't really like their food and I'm on this diet and I'm killing it with this diet. I think as of today, I'm down almost 15 pounds and it'll be four weeks tomorrow. So I'm killing it with this diet, which is nice. And if I go to Hothead too many times and get a burrito, those are about 900 calories each. So I have to make sure I really watch what I eat during the day. And um, I don't know if I want to do that three out of the five nights. Maybe I I can go to Panera, but Panera's food, you know, Panera claims to be healthy, but they're only healthy if you eat certain items. And I'm so horribly picky that I don't like those items. I did look, they have that flatbread pizza. And if you only eat half of it, it's only like six, 700 calories. So maybe I could do that. I don't know. I got to figure this out though. I got to figure out what I'm going to do Mondays. If I can figure out Monday, I can actually get to a point where I'm writing seven days a week. And that's something I never did before. Even back in my days when I was writing at lunch for 90 minutes, I was not writing on Thursdays because at the job that I was at, we had yoga on Thursdays during lunch. I would love to get to the point where I'm writing every day. That would really, really make me a little bit faster. Maybe make it so I could publish more than one book a year. So um, Mondays is the tough one. Tuesdays, I'm going to Hothead. Wednesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to be doing these sprints. Uh, I did not schedule last week's sprint when I did it, but I am going to schedule these ones a couple days ahead of time. So if you want to go to my channel and click the follow button, you can do that. Um, yeah, it, it went really well, by the way. It did. It went really well. I was able to get up in the morning, get, get my shower, get the dog fed, and then start him. I think I scheduled it for 635 because I needed that extra five minutes. But um, I was able to use the OBS software really well that I that I learned how to use. And I was able to switch views. Uh, the music, I use some some YouTube music. I like writing in the morning to classical music. I found some piano music and I kept playing Away in a Manger over and over, which I found was thought was odd. Um, but the music was a little bit loud when I listened back. So this week it'll be a little bit lower and hopefully I can get that that uh, a setup really well so that, that it's a, a good thing. So, um, and then I did the two sprints and I finished up and I had about 10 minutes before I had to start my, my real job. And uh, yeah, it went really well. I'm very happy with it. So, so this week on Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be doing those again. Friday, Hothead again. Saturday, Chick-fil-A. Sunday, Panera. And it's, you know, I think I have this writing routine finally down um, to where I want it. All right, let's talk about next. Oh, let's get to my running list of future things to do. Is that what I'm on next? Yeah, because I'm skipping my news. Um, running list. Okay. So SEO. So here's what I'm going to do. Now that the YouTube video is up, the channel is up, the, the sprint is up there. Um, I'm going to definitely look into hiring someone just to help me with my, my YouTube and my podcast. 
uh, this podcast. I want to get the word out there about those two things. Um, and hopefully those kind of search engine help can also help, help people with the books, uh, buy the books. So this is something I'm going to look into maybe this week, maybe next week. I'll keep you all updated. But I, I want it to be a, a SEO. Hire someone for $150 or less to, to do my SEO for a month. We'll see how it goes. And if it goes well, then I'll do it definitely more. Still got to get that screen door with the doggy door. If I could get that set up, my dog wouldn't be driving me crazy right now with wanting to go outside. I actually paused this video a little while ago and um, let him out just to settle him down and, and, and get him to, um, to where he would be now on the couch behind me sleeping, which is what he's doing, which is good. And then the YouTube video that I've talked about for about a month now, that is something I definitely want to do. Um, uh, the script is for the most part done. I just have to sit down and record it and then edit it. That's something that's gonna take a couple hours. So I have to carve out a couple hours, probably on the weekend to, uh, to do that. In terms of my addicted to, I mean, really nothing. I just wrote so much last week that I didn't have time for anything else. Wordle is probably the one thing I'm doing every day and that takes five minutes. And I usually do it in the morning before I start my real job. So, uh, and it's fun by the way, I think the New York Times just bought them and I'm worried that the New York Times is gonna put them behind their subscription paywall. I hope they don't. I think you'll have a lot of angry people if they do, but you never know because newspapers are dying and they need ways to make money. All right, let's talk about this week's schedule. Today, uh, I'm doing this podcast right now. After this podcast, I'm gonna get my laptop out. I'm going to tuck myself into my couch, maybe even put my pajamas on, and I'm gonna do two things. Number one, I'm gonna create some Amazon ads based on what I learned from uh, the Janet Marco video that Mark Dawson put out a couple weeks ago. Uh, she gives some good ways on getting keywords, more keywords, more than what I, what I already know. And that was my struggle is how do I do more keywords? And she gave some really nice uh, examples on what to do in terms of like, I'm going to use the word pyramiding, which is a word that probably isn't actually a real word, where you start with your own keywords and what you have, and then you kind of pyramid out from there. Now let's look at the books that are similar to mine. Let's look at the autobots on those books. Let's look at the keywords that maybe they have in their descriptions and, and so on. Let's look at more genres that, that branch out from mine and so on. And I'm going to do that and try to create maybe five more ads and, um, I don't know. See what happens. Let, let me look at the, let me pull up the ads real quick and just see, cause I know I got a couple more. I had another click, which was nice. I still have no sales off of anything. Cause my sales have been pretty much dead. My sales have been so bad right now that a, I don't care, but B I kind of do care a little bit because I would like to get some sales. I do have another, I had two more clicks since I think two more since the last time we talked, I might have one more, but now I'm up to four clicks out of 1300 impressions. I'm getting one click per, what is about 200, 325, 350 impressions? I think that's really good because I think I wanted one per thousand or one per 500. I'm getting less than that. Now I need to figure out how to turn those clicks into sales. Um, so I'm going to create some more ads. I'm going to look at those numbers uh, and I'm going to try to work out how to turn those clicks into sales today. In fact, I might watch more of that Janet Margot video. I have a Mar Margot video. I have a lot still left in it. And maybe she'll talk about that as the video goes on, how to turn those clicks into sales. And I'll try to make some changes there to make that happen. So. Yeah, uh, let's see. So that's tonight. I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl tonight. I have a bunch of squares and I have fantasy league players and games and stuff that I did. So I'm pretty excited. Even though I don't really care who wins, I don't really want the Rams to win. I really like Matthew Stafford who plays for the Rams, but I really don't like Odell Beckham. So I think I'm rooting for the Bengals. It's an Ohio team. I don't wanna be like, oh my God, now the Bengals have won a Super Bowl and the Browns haven't. But I think I'm rooting for the Bengals. Um, I think. You know, 20 minutes after it ends, I'll not care that the Bengals won or the Rams won. But during the game, I think I'll be rooting for the Bengals. 
tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, let's see, Monday. So I'm going to work from home all week like normal. I still don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, but I will do something. I'm going to figure it out. and do. I don't want to go to the library. It's way too quiet, but I will do something. All right, Tuesday, I've got uh, Hothead, one of my favorite days of the week. This has actually been my favorite day for a long time, but I'm the way that I'm killing it now on Saturdays and Sundays where I have more time, Man, Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays are my mo most productive days by far in terms of this writing thing. Wednesday morning, I'll get up and do my sprint. Thursday, same thing. I'll get up and do the sprints. I'll do this on YouTube Live. So if you do want to join in and sprint with me, I'll leave a link below to my channel. And uh, you can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna schedule those tonight. So maybe wait until tomorrow, Monday. Uh, maybe you won't listen this. To, listen to this until Monday. But I will create those tonight so that they'll be available Monday morning for you to come and and click follow, subscribe, all that stuff that you're supposed to do on YouTube. Friday night, I'll go back to Hothead. I don't think we're gonna end up playing cards every week. That would be way too expensive for me. Well, unless I won. Last week was miserable. But if I won this week, then maybe. No, I, I probably won't play, but we'll probably be working that in now at least once a month to our routine. We, we all really had a good time. A couple guys that I've known for a long time who I haven't seen in like a year and a half. It was so good to see them again. Uh, I do talk to them occasionally through texting, but I just don't see them. And it was so nice. I think that we all had a really good time and we'll all probably get this back into our routine now that COVID is kind of you know, winding down and appears to be in Ohio, it's way down. It's dropping like crazy. I mean, I'm not saying it's over, but I'm living my life as if it was over. So, um, yeah. Uh, Saturday I'll do Chick-fil-A in the morning. I love it. Oh, I'd love that. Saturday morning is my favorite time of the, the week. You know, I'm, it's my weekend. The weekend just started. I don't have to work for a couple days. I can just go sit, eat something I really enjoy eating. And it's not absolutely horrible for me in terms of the weight loss. I can get like, you know, I don't know, another 1500 words done, something like that. And then Sunday I'll go back to Panera. Same thing. I can get a couple hundred words done. I was there until noon today. It was so different to be there. I usually I leave by like 11, 1130, but I stayed until noon today, go to the grocery store afterward. And, uh, hopefully I know, I know last week, my, my, my goal was to finish chapter five and start chapter six. Well, the goal this week is the same finish chapter five and get started on chapter six. Again, I'm not calling this a failure. Um, it's just chapter five is a lot bigger than I expected it to be. And I wasn't able to get done. I did more work last week than I have in, in, you know, any previous weeks in a long time. And I still wasn't able to get, get it done. That tells you how big that thing was. So, and that is the podcast for this week. Uh, I do appreciate y'all listening. Um, I don't have a, 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 a co-host right now while Lindsay's taking her sabbatical. So if you want to be a co-host for a week or a couple weeks, um, or, you know, the rest of the year, whatever you want, you know, drop me a line, get a hold of me, email me, find me on Facebook, uh, you know, get a hold of me. Let me know. Find me on Twitter. Let me know that you'd like to come on and be a co-host for a week and we can try it out. And if it goes well and you want to keep being a co-host, Come on back. I, I really enjoy talking to other people as I'm doing this instead of my good rambling for we're at 38 minutes now. Um, let me know. You can find me at my website's jerryevanoff.com. My email address is jerry at jerryevanoff.com. You can find me on Twitter, jerrye25. Find me on Facebook, jerryevanoffauthor. My YouTube channel is also jerryevanoffauthor. Uh, if you search that, I'm pretty sure you'll find it, but I will leave a link in the show notes. And I'm on Buy Me A Coffee. If you like what I'm doing here and you want to donate a dollar or $2 or a million dollars, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Jerry Evanoff. Uh, I'm on Snapchat and I'm on Instagram, even though I never do anything. I don't even advertise those links. Um, you can probably search my name and find me. And um, yeah, that's it. So thank you again, everyone, for listening. If you want to get a hold of me, feel free to drop me a line. Otherwise, I will talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. 
Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 